Hi everyone, welcome back to the MedBullet Step 2 and 3 podcast. In today's episode, we cover the topic of delayed puberty found under the endocrine section at MedBullets.com. Let's begin with the clinical snapshot. A 15-year-old girl presents to her primary care physician due to lack of breast development, which is causing her emotional distress. She denies any headache, vision changes, or focal motor or sensory deficits. Physical exam is notable for a short stature and a shield chest. Bone age appears to be that of a 12-year-old girl. Serum testing is remarkable for an elevated FSH and LH with decreased serum estradiol and karyotyping demonstrating 45XO. This is a case of Turner syndrome. Let's continue with an introduction to delayed puberty. As a general overview, remember that in girls, this refers to the absence of breast development by 12 years of age, and in boys, this refers to the absence of testicular enlargement by 14 years of age. Causes of delayed puberty can be divided into primary and secondary hypogonadism. Primary hypogonadism may be due to Turner syndrome, which is 45XO, Kleinfelter syndrome, which is 47XXY, or gonadal injury from chemotherapy or radiation therapy, autoimmune or post-infectious, cryptorchidism, or impaired testosterone biosynthesis. Secondary hypogonadism may be due to constitutional delay of puberty, which is the most common cause of delayed puberty and it is believed to be secondary to a functional defect in the production of gonadotropin-releasing hormone, and patients may actually have a family history of quote-unquote late bloomers. It may also be due to isolated GnRH deficiency, as seen in Kalman syndrome, which presents with anosmia or hyposmia. It may also be due to poor nutrition, such as from anorexia nervosa, hypothyroidism, excessive exercise, chronic illnesses, such as inflammatory bowel disease, or hypothalamic or pituitary disease, such as hemochromatosis, malformations, and malignancy. Risk factors include family history of delayed puberty, poor nutrition, excessive exercise, and chronic illness, such as inflammatory bowel disease. In terms of the pathogenesis, primary hypogonadism is also referred to as hypergonadotropic hypogonadism. This involves either gonadal failure, an inability to synthesize sex hormones, or an inability to respond to sex steroids. Secondary hypogonadism is also referred to as hypogonadotropic hypogonadism. This may involve functional issues, such as from malnutrition, excessive exercise, or chronic illness, such as inflammatory bowel disease, or it may involve persistent issues, which refers to impaired hypothalamic pituitary gonadal axis secondary to pathology at the level of the hypothalamus or the pituitary. Moving on to the presentation, symptoms will depend on the underlying cause. For example, Patients with a large prolactinoma may experience headache and visual field deficits. On exam in boys, one will note a lack of testicular enlargement, which is defined as a testicular volume of less than 4 milliliters by age 14. In girls, one will note a lack of breast buds by age 12. There may also be a lack of acne, facial hair, or pubic hair, which may be a sign of adrenarche rather than true puberty. In terms of further imaging, Radiography is indicated as the initial imaging study in the workup of delayed puberty. This is performed on the left hand and wrist, and it determines if the patient's age matches the bone age. Another option is MRI of the brain with gadolinium. This is indicated in patients with delayed puberty and neurological symptoms such as headache and vision changes. In terms of further studies, serum labs should be obtained, and this should begin with a follicle-stimulating hormone and luteinizing hormone, as well as testosterone in men and estradiol in girls. One should also obtain a thyroid-stimulating hormone and free thyroxine level, as well as a prolactin level. With regards to treatment, 
remember that treatment should be directed at the underlying cause. For example, bromocryptine should be given in patients with a prolactinoma. Weight gain should be encouraged in patients with anorexia nervosa. And watchful monitoring is also another option. Complications related to delayed puberty include that there may be lower self-esteem due to teasing in school and an increased risk of fracture secondary to decreased bone mineral density. And lastly, with regards to prognosis, remember that the height of boys or girls with constitutional delay of puberty may be slightly lower than their genetic potential. Now that we've discussed the major points related to delayed puberty, let's walk through a question to apply what we've learned and get a sense of how the topic might be tested. For this question, consider the following clinical scenario. A 16-year-old boy presents to his primary care physician for a routine follow-up visit. He reports feeling disappointed because his voice has not changed and he is not as tall as his classmates. He denies any headache, vision changes, nausea, or vomiting. He recently started playing for his high school basketball team and generally eats healthy. On physical exam, the patient does not have facial hair or acne. His height is 60 inches and his arm span is 50 inches. His visual fields are full and he has no cranial nerve abnormalities. He has full strength in his bilateral upper and lower extremities. Chest palpation and abdominal exam are unremarkable. He has no pubic hair, and his testicles are symmetric with a volume of 3 milliliters. Which of the following is the most appropriate next step in management? And the answer choices are, choice 1, karyotyping. Choice 2, MRI of the brain with gadolinium. Choice 3, radiograph of the hand and wrist. Choice 4, reassurance with close follow-up, or choice 5, testicular ultrasound. The best answer to this question is, choice 3, radiograph of the hand and wrist. This patient is greater than 14 years of age without the development of secondary sex characteristics as evidenced by the testicular volume of less than 4 milliliters. This is concerning for delayed puberty. Of the given choices, the patient should have a radiograph of the hand and wrist. Delayed puberty in boys is defined as an absence or incomplete development of secondary sexual characteristics, which can include increased testicular volume and pubic hair at 14 years or older, and results from inadequate testosterone production. Testicular volume less than 4 milliliters is considered prepubertal, 4 to 12 milliliters is pubertal, and 13 to 25 milliliters is adult. In addition to obtaining a history and physical exam, Initial diagnostic studies used to work up delayed puberty include radiographs of the hand and wrist to determine bone age, as well as serum studies such as follicular stimulating hormone, luteinizing hormone, and testosterone. Radiography can compare the patient's bone age to the chronological age, as constitutional delay presents with delayed bone age, and serum studies can help distinguish between primary causes of hypogonadism, which will demonstrate high FSH and LH, and secondary causes of hypogonadism, which will demonstrate low to normal FSH and LH. Let's also discuss why the other choices are incorrect. Choice one, karyotyping is a useful diagnostic study in patients with Klinefelter syndrome, which would demonstrate 47XXY. Patients would present with a unucoid habitus with an arm span at least five centimeters longer than height, as well as gynecomastia and testicular atrophy. Choice two, MRI of the brain with gadolinium is a useful diagnostic study in patients with neurological symptoms in addition to hypogonadism. These symptoms would suggest that the patient has a prolactinoma causing impingement of the optic chiasm leading to bitemporal hemianopsia and sometimes a headache. Laboratory studies would include elevated serum prolactin with low to normal FSH and TSH. Choice 3. 
reassurance with close follow-up would be appropriate in patients deemed to have a constitutional delay, which is the most common cause of delayed puberty. It is believed to be caused by a transient defect in the production of gonadotropic-releasing hormone. Patients typically have a family history of quote-unquote late bloomers, characterized as family members having a late growth spurt or late puberty. Choice 5. Testicular ultrasound would be appropriate in patients with asymmetric testicles since gonadal tumors can occur in a number of intersex disorders, such as androgen insensitivity syndrome, and present with impaired sexual maturation. Finally, a bullet summary. Delayed puberty in boys is defined as a lack of testicular enlargement by age 14 and should be initially worked up with radiography of the hand and wrist and serum testing, which includes follicular stimulating hormone, luteinizing hormone, and testosterone levels. That's all for this review about delayed puberty. We hope that was helpful. This is the MedBullets Step 2 and 3 podcast, a daily audio review session for MedBullets, the free learning and collaboration community for medical student education. As a reminder, you can follow along with these podcast episodes by reviewing the topics directly on MedBullets.com. You can listen to these episodes on the MedBullets website or phone app while reading through the topic. If the MedBullets podcast has been valuable to you, we'd be thrilled if you considered leaving us a five-star rating and writing us a review on Apple Podcasts. It will help us spread the word and increase our discoverability tremendously. Thanks for tuning in. We'll see you all tomorrow, right here on the MedBullet Step 2 and 3 podcast.